Welcome back, everyone. We hope you had a great time on your break over the last few weeks, but Wit and I are back to talk some more cricket. There's a lot going on, and some of your favorite IPL players involved. We're going to keep some track of them. We're going to have a little bit of fun, check out some upcoming contests and series. Thanks for joining us. This is the Fantasy IPL Podcast. Well, hello, and welcome back after quite some time. How are you doing, Mark? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I uh, definitely have appreciated a little bit of a break from cricket. Yeah, but not a total break. It's out there. It's in the world. It's just not IPL cricket. So um, as an IPL fantasy show, it seems a little less relevant, but I would say that by the time we got to this point, there's actually plenty to uh, to to talk about when it comes to the players and the game that we've come to know and love from the IPL. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, it's almost like a direct turnaround. It's IPL, so most of the players are Indian. And then India played in the World Test Cup Finals, like almost right after the IPL. It was just like a week after, maybe. It seemed like there was no gap at all. <laughs> it was It was right <laughs> yeah. there immediately it was faster than i was ready for that's for sure yeah i think it was faster than india was ready for also the players that is because they were not good (laughs) um what do you think that that is most attributed to like why why would you guess that you know i I think you know it's it's weird not having really like american stars in this game so like my default being an IPL fan is that I kind of find myself rooting for India. So even yeah. though like, like you, you, you recognize a lot of players from Australia, um, all these overseas players that play in the IPL and I'm like excited for, for them. And I like to see them play and keep track of, of how they're doing. But I, I genuinely found myself rooting for India. Is that kind of how you felt? Yeah, that's, that's where I was too. Yeah. And, um, and so it was definitely sad kind of how just bad their performance was. But what, what do you think the, the main reason that, that like, why does that happen? I, I would not be surprised. I mean, at first I've, I've heard that uh, India has been kind of uh, air quoting here, cursed with, uh, with the world test cup finals that they've Ooh. been in a few, but have not, but have lost. They just keep losing. Um, I mean, a lot of people of course attributed that to Rohit Sharma being the captain um, but I'm not, I don't have anything to say about that. I, I know that he was, I mean, the Mumbai Indians made it to the, the uh, semifinal or whatever. So he, he's, I think he's kind of in the same, to me, he's in the same boat as Hardik Pandya where he is a good captain. He just wasn't great in IPL this year. That's fair. Uh, so I don't know if he's good, a good captain or not. I do think it has something to do with the IPL hangover that those players or I mean, if you think about these players who are in it, I mean, uh, Ajinkya Rahane, Ravindra Jadeja, uh, Mohammed Shami, um, Rohit, Shub McGill, like these guys were playing some of the highest level cricket uh, shortly before this started. So I would not be surprised, especially like Shub McGill, Mohammed Shami, like they they played like three matches almost in a row, and then they go to this thing, and it's a completely different kind of cricket. I could see it actually making a big difference. Yeah, I, I 100% agree about the IPL hangover thing. I know just playing fantasy IPL that like it was genuinely difficult to put brain cells and the, you know, the steam they were producing into like test cricket. <laughs> like, Cause it's yeah. just so long, but I think that that's kind of the other half of it is like, yes, there's a hangover, especially for these players that did really well in the IPL. I mean, you know, anybody who came from CSK or Gujarat, towards the end would have been exhausted. I mean, just as extra matches. Um, but then the change in the style of cricket from T20 to test cricket is very dramatic. Um, I noticed, you know, in, in our, in our group conversations or, you know, our WhatsApp, our group texting, it was like, so is a three and a half economy rate good? Like, you know, it's, it's trying to change gears, you know, when you're talking about that stuff and like you're rooting for like some of the best batters, their strike rates are, you know, like 
65 to 70 and it doesn't and they don't sustain it you know (laughs) so it's like it's so different so i think god forbid you be exhausted from the ipl whether it be mentally or physically or both but then now have to literally just flip your strategy on end and and go into an extremely you know important match (laughs) it's it's i think it's just a massive change so it was unfortunate to see our 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 indian boys not uh not really show up to that match it's strange to see mohammed shami go 29 overs and only get two wickets (laughs) it seems like in in 29 overs he should have like 17 wickets yeah how many hits that was basically getting my question this is like if he if he bowled 29 overs in the ipl how many wickets does he have under his belt by then yeah i was thinking like 15 (laughs) just right just in in general what you uh I mean, if, if you wanted to have the, the, I think the other side, if I was trying to make the case, no, it's not the IPL. It's not because of that hangover that they did so poorly. You could point out that um, the players who didn't play in the IPL, which is only two, um, Ch- Pujara and who's the other one? Oh, uh, Stricker Barat. Barat actually was on Gujarat Titans, but I don't. I think he played more than one match. If he yeah, played I don't, yeah, I don't even remember for That's sure that he made a debut. So those two guys, I mean, they, they got in the first innings, they had 19 runs between them. Uh, in the second innings, they did a little better and got 50 runs between them. So they, they weren't good either. Uh, so maybe it isn't the only thing to explain it. The, uh, yeah. the, the, the one player that I don't feel like changed his identity between T20 IPL and test cricket was David Warner. Same strike rate, same run scored. <laughs> that is true. Uh, uh, he even came out and got one run yeah. on, on one innings and then did like pretty well on the other innings except for the slow strike rate. Yeah. yeah. yeah 43 on 60 uh, on the first innings, Australian batting side with a strike rate of 71.6. And then on the on their second innings batting, uh, one run on eight balls <laughs> David Warner. like but the, these scores you know they're just they're so dramatically different you know um the australian first innings travis head went for 163 runs on 174 balls it's like how close did shubman gill get to that on you know 60 balls but it still was tremendous i mean having two guys go for a century Uh, australia just set the tone so early and uh india just never caught up they they were behind early and that that just seemed like that was going to be that was going to be that but you know that happens well let's let's uh let's talk we have one more um series to review the ashes started so that's Five test matches in a row. And they're only done with the first. They're only done with the first. That just sounds so long to me. Uh, there's Because India is not involved, there's fewer um, IPL players there. Uh, I mean, let's see. Guys who actually made a difference in the IPL this year. Uh, for England, nobody. There's, there's nobody. <laughs> there's players who are there. Moeen Ali was there. He was president. I guess he won a championship. Um Ben Stokes also was on the Super Kings. Those guys are they, but they didn't really contribute. And, and if then Joe, yeah, and what, Harry, if you've been a fan of the IPL before joining us for this season, you would know the name Johnny Bearstow, and he actually was effective. Um, he was, yep, he but, was great in IPL, and uh, he was he was good in the the Ashes too. But this is why um, the preseason matches or the preseason episodes for for our show. Um, the, the name Joe Root came to mind because of what he's doing in test cricket um, right. is, is, is there 118 runs on the, on the first inning, 46 on the second. I mean, basically the lead scoring both days. Um, there, that, again, though, I think illustrates just the difference between T20 tournament-style cricket versus this test cricket stuff. Just, it's a completely different gear. It's a completely different attack. Um, so these guys that are amazing in one format might just be nothing, um, in the other format, but, you know, David Warner 
nine for 27, Mr. Consistency. You can, you can plan on, on that guy just doing what he's going to do, you know. I unfortunately I didn't get to watch this this match of the the Ashes because I was traveling. But um, one thing on the just looking at the scorecard that was interesting to me is that Joe Root bowled twenty two overs. Yeah, well, do you remember he bowled? Um, I think in his yeah, in his I remember that was like, oh no, what what's going on, Joe Root? He's bowling. Yeah, he bowled two overs. I don't, you know, he didn't. There wasn't really anything there in the IPL side, but. And you know. Harry Brook bowled three overs, and he only allowed five runs, which is crazy good. Yeah. Uh, he had the best the best economy on his team. I mean, for just three overs, but that that was weird too to see Harry Brook. I mean, it was nice to see Moeen Ali playing again. I guess uh, after a very disappointing fantasy wise uh, outing. Yeah, is there anybody between the WTC or the Ashes so far? Um, that you think has a chance of being plucked into the IPL for next year that you'd want to see play? Uh, the one that jumps off the page for me right away is uh, is John is Johnny Bearstow. Just because he didn't play this year because of injury, I guess he got over that. Yeah. Um, he he like broke his leg golfing or something. <laughs> uh, what a great reason to miss your your career. <laughs> Yeah, so if he came back, that'd be great. I'd love to see him come back. He was one of my favorite players. Um, the other one, I guess you got to say, is Travis Head. Yeah, I Travis Head and Steve Smith had that had that epic showing in the WTC yeah. first inning. Uh, both went for a century, um, but there again, I, I'm just I'm so I just wonder, you know, like it didn't translate for Joe Root, but also Joe Root was stuck behind Joss Butler for the entire year for Rajasthan. So like if he was the everyday guy, could he change into a T20 player? I, I think so. Um, but yeah, those, those guys proved that they, you know, can be name state bats. Like if you could have a guy like that as an opener along with an aggressive batter, like Shubman Gill or something like that, woo, that could be fun. Um, yeah. Travis head had the highest strike rate for Australia in three of the four innings between the World Test Cup and the Ashes match. Yeah. So good. that's what I was looking at. Who's got a high strike rate? Who's hitting fours and sixes? They seem like they might be able to translate into IPL a little better. Yeah. Let's see. Let's let's make that happen. Who do we have to talk to? How do we get <laughs> how do we get Travis Head into uh, into the IPL? We'll we'll work on it. We'll see if we can get him on the podcast. Yeah. Well, uh, that's all I had to talk about. I mean, we have more Ashes coming up, and then the Major League Cricket in the U.S. Of course, we're really stoked about that because it's our home country, um, even though they're not playing anywhere near Wit or I. It's not something nope. we just go <laughs> go watch them. We'll talk about that a little later. But I wanted to kind of dive back into IPL a little bit because this is an IPL podcast, Fantasy IPL. And, in fact, I'm diving back into Fantasy. So, Wit, I got a game to play. Okay. okay. I'm terrified, so, by the way. <laughs> We've played a few games like this during the season. Um, I think this is the first time I've pulled one on you, though. It's usually me playing the game. Yeah. So I have given Wit a list of 10 players. Uh, and I'm just going to run through the names real quick. Wit, can you see that in the show, Doc? I can. Okay. So the players are Deepak Chahar, Devdutt Patakal, Ishant Sharma, <laughs> Fantasy Hot Pocket. The Fantasy Hot Pocket. <laughs> Khalil Ahmed, Mayank Markand, Mohammed Shami, uh, Nicholas Puran, Talak Varma, Tushar, the Trash Panda Dash Panda, Trash Panda, and, and Venkatesh Iyer. Okay, um, sounds very random. It is in alphabetical order by first name. All right. Uh, so here's what these players are, and here's what you're going to guess. You're going to try to pick where they finished in the fantasy IPL 2023. So each of these players is on a tens number so we have the person who finished 10th person who finished 20th 30th 40th 50th down to 100th oh my gosh <laughs> in fantasy points so your job is to try to pick uh where each of these lands and we'll see we'll see how you did holy cow um i did not know this was going to be this hard <laughs> i think if you look at the list a couple of them are probably going to pop off as being pretty easy to 
Yeah, there's a few yeah, that like I figure they've got to be closer to the top. I want to just remind anybody who is about to suffer through this with me. All right, I, I won our fantasy league. <laughs> we were in the top 1% of 1% of global scorers. We uh, <laughs> we did very, very well. So even though it's about to look like I have no idea what I'm talking about, I promise <laughs> that if, uh, if you listen to us, uh, I, I know... I know some things. So one of these players is in 10th point is in 10th place in IPL points overall. Right. Fantasy points. Yeah. Yes. Is it Muhammad Shami? Okay. So we're going to, we're going to slot Muhammad Shami into number one. Oh no, you're not even going to tell me right away. <laughs> well, you need, you're going to do the rank and then we'll tell you what you got right. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to put, oh gosh, every time I look at a name, I want to put Nicholas Puran at 20th. Okay, Nicholas Puran at 20th. Are there any others that you're thinking, okay, these guys are in the top half? Yeah, Trash Panda. Okay. Um, matter of fact, let's go ahead and put him at the, th- at the three for 30. And then, man, maybe it's just like a bias, but I feel like Tillich Varma for four. Okay. Now, the rest of these guys all had like a game that yeah. I feel like, 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 like my ink, like he had what, like 80 something runs, one random game just blew up, went huge but I just don't remember him doing anything else. But I, as a result, I could see that like him leapfrogging a bunch of these guys. Oh gosh. Um, can I put Deepak Chahar at 100? Deepak Chahar at 100? Yep, he, he missed a lot of the season. Yes. And then maybe Oops. then maybe just above him at 90, put DevDut. DevDut. I can see those. Consider, are there any names on here that you just don't really remember being involved at all? Uh, I can't. Rem- I'm trying to so remember. That there was one I was like, I don't even remember seeing this guy's name. Khalil? Is that who you're? You... So, I mean, he's probably not in the top 50, right? No. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out if I just drop him to the bottom because I'm trying to remember, like, did he have a big game or something? Um, I'm going to move Vankatesh up to let's see he would be my one two three four he'd be my six okay uh you know what i'm actually gonna just go and drop khalil ahmed to 10 okay because i don't remember he may have known he may have not even played this year i don't know (laughs) He wouldn't be in the top 100 if he hadn't yeah, right. off. So, so right now I'm looking at my list. I've got uh, Shami, Puran, Trash Panda, Tillich, the Fantasy Hot Pocket, Ishant Sharma, Vankatesh, Mayank Markhand, Devdut, Deepak Jahar, and Khalil Ahmed. I'm going to go with that as my order. That list. All right. You did pretty well. Oh, okay. Well, so you got number one. Muhammad Shami was tenth with uh, with nine hundred and seventy four fantasy points. Uh, I figured you get that one because he is the only one on here that, like, when you look at him, it feels like a superstar. Is Trash Panda at twenty? Did I get Trash that one Panda's wrong? not at twenty? You actually okay. got twenty correct. Okay, um, you got the second one correct too. Uh, Nicholas Puran. I just lost my list. Um, your first mistake oh, no. came with Trash Panda at thirty. Um, Venkatesh Iyer, surprisingly, was no, 30. no, he's not. <laughs> I know. Who would you have rather had on your team the whole year? Anybody would have picked Dash Panda. Wait, wait, wait. Is this real? Is this real IPL fantasy points, or is this fantasy points in my heart? Oh, it's fantasy points and points in your heart. <laughs> Dash Panda would be number one. You didn't you? tell me that. <laughs> Yeah, Venkatesh had six hundred and sixty-four. Wow. Okay. 
Tesha, or no, sorry, Iyer Venkatesh had 664. Desh Panda, even with the extra two matches, only had 609. Although, to be fair, at the last match, he got negative two points. Okay. So, um, so that kind of throws you off for everything else. Yeah. Um, because you miss one near the top. Uh, if we, um, number five, so if we, if we just gave you, let's just say we're going to be nice and put Venkatesh higher back where he belongs. Um, then you would have gotten Pilak Farmer correct. Okay. He, had 40, he, was, he was 50 right in the middle. Gotcha. Um, 60 was where it starts, I thought, getting really hard because I would have never guessed that Dev Patakal was 60. That's also I incorrect. I don't believe you. Game. I don't believe you about Venkatesh Iron. I don't believe you about Dev Dutt. He never had a good game. This whole thing is erroneous. <laughs> Maybe he had one good game, but it makes, I think also you're starting to get to the level where you're you're past the the stars and you're into the part where like ten points is only or ten ranks. Um, like who is uh, Dev Dutt? I said was sixty. Yeah. Uh, Mayank Markand was 70 and they're only separated by 40 points total. Right. And that's, and that's what I was trying having trouble with. Like when I saw Mayank, I was like, that guy had one really, really good game. And that's probably 50 positions, you know? <laughs> so. What, what throws you off is also like, if I had done this, I would have put Deepak Chahar, um, actually higher because even though he missed a bunch, when he came back, he was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and he, he was higher than you had him ranked, but just one spot. He okay. was, you could put him uh, in uh, 80th, 80 rank. Of yeah. 80. And I also would have thought Ishant Sharma would be higher because I remember his name coming up a handful of times. <laughs> but he, he had one 90. big game. Yeah, he, he had one big game, maybe a wicket here and there. I guess he just he's one of those players that is pretty good for, fan, for IPL, but not for fantasy. Well, you don't want to have a hot pocket every day. That <laughs> that's the kind of thing you can get away with, like after high school. But once you hit our age, that will wreck you. Like if you have a hot pocket now, there's a good chance that if you have an autopsy, like when you die 30 years from now, they're still going to find pieces of that hot pocket. So too much, oh, yeah. too much Ishant Sharma um, is probably not great. So. And then at the bottom was Khalil Ahmed. I just I had never even heard of that guy. So. <laughs> Sorry, Khalil. He was a DC um, bowler, but it's kind of funny if you look at like four of the guys right above him: Rahul Chahar, MS Dhoni, Josh Little, Dinesh Kartik. Those are guys you've at least heard of. Yeah, uh, and they only scored like twelve more points than Khalil Ahmed. So, is he a bowler? He's a bowler. Yeah. So I mean, because that's what happens. Like if you, you have one good game, you know, you get three wickets and a man of the match, like. Uh-huh that would put you like in the top 150, like right there. And if you never did anything else again, how long did what's his name, you know, Mark Wood hang out at the top spot. <laughs> you know? So Mark you know, this, Wood, 68. Yes. Ranked 68 at the end. So it, it can very heavily sway that I, I did better than I thought I was going to do. Um, but yeah, yeah, you did all right. You did all right. They, there was, you kind of had the, the tears, right? Almost like, you know, who was at the very bottom? You had the middle was a little bit of a mess, and the top mostly, mostly on top. Good enough. All right, that was yeah, one game. Just to run, just to run down one more time, just for the listener, the answers were in case you're playing this game at home. Uh, in tenth was Mohammed Shami. Twentieth was Nicholas Puran. Thirty Venkatesh Iyer. Forty Tushar Deshpanda. Fifty Tilak Varma. Sixty Dev Dutt Patakal. 70, Mayank Markand, 80, Deepak Chahar, 90, Ishant Sharma, and 100, Khalil Ahmed. I think we're going to do uh, every every episode where we'll do some kind of callback game or something just to, to, to keep the IPL in our minds as I we like go it. into all the best matches. So. So. T20. We're getting back into T20 a little bit with Major League Cricket. Um, I actually, we were talking before the show, I, I, I barely missed a chance to go see the opening match between the Texas Super Kings and the LA Knight Riders, and I wish I had made a few decisions. <laughs> so so to just in case you're not in the know, Major League Cricket, a United States-based T20 six-team tournament-style league. So basically like you've seen with the IPL, only it's only two weeks, 
Um, and there's only six teams and they only play, unfortunately, in two locations in the U S one is a location just outside of Dallas. One is a location just outside of Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. Um, so they kind of, they start in Dallas, then all the teams move up to North Carolina and then they come back to Dallas for like their playoff wrap up format. Um, do you, go ahead. Do you think the Texas super Kings are going to have any kind of home field advantage? Like, <laughs> it seems to me like they won't because nobody knows them or, or I don't think people really care too much that they're the Texas super Kings. Yeah. So it, no, the answer is no, <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they won't, they will have an advantage over some of these teams. We'll get to that. But uh, uh, this team, this, this league is exciting. Um, if you're an IPL fan, obviously that being the root of this show, because there are a lot of familiar names. I was terrified that this league was going to be essentially illegitimate, that you'd have like yeah. only a couple of players that are like on the world stage for cricket. But I'm proud of the MLC and whoever's financing this for like going out and getting some of these names to commit to this league. Um, in an inaugural season, you know, who knows? This may never happen again. But um, they're at least putting enough good players, enough world-class players into this league um, that you should see some, some high-quality cricket. I don't expect this to be on the same tier as the IPL or any of the you know, uh, World Cup league you know statuses um i don't like i don't even i don't have a great idea of how if the venues are even you know going to be of any spectacular uh order um but this league is definitely flawed like i said it's only in two locations it's very very short um and then we find it kind of silly what you alluded to is that these teams are city-based in terms of or like locale-based in terms of the name so the texas super kings and it's just okay. Yeah, there's there are matches in Texas, but it's not Dallas. There's a New York team. There's no matches there. <laughs> there's LA. Yeah, there's no, no matches there. There's no Washington matches. There's no Seattle matches. There's no San Francisco matches. So yeah, I don't know that any, I, any of these players I, have I, any allegiance to their locale at all. <laughs> I kind of get it with with a brand new league for a sport that's new essentially to the U.S. on a on a major league level at least that they're not going to build stadiums uh, in all these cities and have people spend all the money on travel back and forth. I mean, it probably is. It's almost more like an exhibition kind of here's what we want to happen. Yeah. If it works out this year, maybe next year we'll expand and actually have home and away series. Um, But that being said, it does make it feel like it's just a bit of a, not to sound cynical, but a bit of a like money grab. Like it's these same corporations that own the teams and the teams don't really seem to have anything to do with the, the towns they're really from uh, or the towns that they have the name of. I mean, especially, I mean, I, the, the one that irritates me the most is it's Mumbai Indians, New York. Like the team <laughs> is called Mumbai Indians. Like hey, that's just like, why would you do that? It's New York. Like it should be, New York something like didn't we come up with a good name for New York we were, we're kind of going through I don't know that we talked about New York but you know that could be you know a lot of these names end up sounding like WNBA names or something but like the Liberty you know yeah. with the Statue of yeah. Liberty being there I yeah. you know or even if they were just the New Yorkers you know <laughs> if you wanted to go with yeah. a cricket pun, New Yorker exactly. you know, like you could have done any number of things um but I I think you're yeah, onto yeah. something as far as like the venue is probably going to dictate a lot of this um, part. And I also know they're, they are appealing to overseas audiences uh, as much, if not more than us audiences. So it seems that way for maybe, sure. In this, in this maybe prefer to see Mumbai Indians, New York, as opposed to just the New York Yorkers. I don't, maybe. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's hard to say, you know, for sure There's, yeah, that, that iconic brand, like MI, the Mumbai Indians, like it's a brand. Yeah. We have the Knight Riders, you have the Super Kings, like that, that they're using the same symbol, like the same team logo. Um, they're just mm-hmm. changing the locale, like, but they're clearly trying to capitalize on that. And there's also probably, you know, like a, an effort to try to legitimize cricket in the U S because of the T20 world cup may or may not take place in the West Indies in conjunction with the U S 
Yeah. And so right. it's kind of like, can elite level cricket be played in this part of the world? Here's two places that have good enough cricket stadiums that we think yes. <laughs> but yeah, the financiers probably, you know, their ties to these other teams it ends up, you know, sort of sharing these names. But um, nonetheless, yeah, I'm kind of I, will, I will watch. I'm kind of curious on two points with the teams and the names. One is how, why are there games in uh, North Carolina when there's no team in North Carolina? <laughs> um, like, why isn't there a Carolina, uh, uh, Carolina Night Riders or something? Because if you did that, Carolina, that's what the Panthers are Carolina um, in, in NFL. Like it kind of encompasses all of North and South Carolina or can anyway, which is a pretty big population. And then also I know, um, Cricket's pretty big in Fort Lauderdale, and they have like an internationally approved venue there, one of the few in the U.S. Why is there not like a Florida team? Why is there not a Florida Super Kings or something? Because <laughs> uh, Florida Titans seems like will be a, will make a lot of sense. I'm, I wonder why a Florida team, Florida team in air quotes, didn't get started. But one thing we're start that's starting to take shape is who the um, the overseas players are. For these teams now there's of course there's a bunch of domestic players and i'm really excited to start seeing some american players some yeah i want to learn about players. these guys um it'll be cool to see who like kind of works their way up and i hope it gives them like maybe there's i'm guessing when you look at the top uh you know that the orange cap equivalent uh it's going to be like the top 50 will be i guess the top 20 will be 18 overseas players and two American players, maybe. There's a possibility. These are some of the best in the world. But I'm, I'm interested to see who rises to the top, and I hope it gives um, gives them a chance to be seen on an international stage. And maybe, who knows, a year or two down the line, you'll start seeing an American player or two in the IPL. That is what I want to see. I, I, I'm a huge baseball fan, and being in Cincinnati, uh, the Cincinnati Reds are the first professional baseball franchise there's a very proud and storied history for that team they're on fire right now they've got a bunch of rookies that are very uh they're basically they're overproducing people in the baseball world cannot believe what the Cincinnati Reds are accomplishing with like their very inexpensive and young talent on the team Mm -hmm. but one of my favorite things about the Reds is that their minor league their high their triple-a affiliate is just down in Louisville so you know not even a two-hour drive down the interstate here so you you can go see the talent down in Louisville for $10 tickets. You know, you hear about these guys, they're down there, they're doing really, really well in the minor leagues and you can go see them. And then you get to watch. Oh, oh I remember that guy from two years ago when we saw the game down in Louisville, you know, it's it just, it's, it's fun to see sort of the rise of players come through the system. And this is like sure. sort of, sort of the first chance for that. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know any of the names. But I'm going to be so excited the first time, you know, somebody steps up to the crease in the IPL and be like, we watched that guy in the inaugural season of Major League Cricket. Remember, you know, he was with the Seattle Orcas, you know, and he is the very first game, he, you know, he hit a half century. And you're going to remember that. And you're going to remember that guy and he's going to become your favorite player. Yeah. So. <laughs> very first game, he got Faf Duplessis wicked. <laughs> you know, bowl or something. Yeah, that'd be... That, that would be cool. I, I hope that that, that happens. Uh, but with, with knowing the overseas players, I thought we'd just kind of go through the teams and kind of see if we could rank them. Yeah. Um, just based on what we know, the overseas players, um, who we think has, has got the leg up and who uh, is starting out at the bottom of the barrel. I've kind of done a, a, a preliminary ranking, just glancing at them. So let's, let's work our way through that and see if anything needs to be moved around. Sound good? Okay. So uh, starting the, the home team the, <laughs> or the place where it's being played mostly, the Texas Super Kings. Uh, I mean, I remember the, the Chennai Super Kings, Faf Duplessis used to play for them for a long time. And then when he left to go to RCB, they kind of replaced him with Devin Conway. Yeah. And now both those guys are – do you think they're going to open Faf Duplessis and Devin Conway opening the batting? You know – not knowing anything about the domestic talent, looking at their overseas guys, how spoiling is that? That was, <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. Holy cow. Like it, it, putting that in an IPL lineup, which I'm assuming is a higher tier of cricket in terms of the 
bullying you're going to face, the, you know, the, the challenge, the challenge of being good in the IPL, you would drool over an opportunity. Like we, we looked for that all season, right? When you're playing IPL fantasy, you're looking for who yeah. are the, the best opening pair. If this was in the IPL, we would have debated that this is the best opening pair multiple yep. times for sure. The best, the top scoring batters in fantasy overseas. Fafty people see Devin Conway, number one, number two. There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> opening up. Uh, another guy on this list, though, you 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 called his late season heroics. They never really came to be. Uh, uh, but not this yeah, last, not, not this year, but the year before, David Miller. Yeah. Um, so he's from your he's from your team the the, the Titans. Um, this yeah, there's only this... a few Titans on here, but but uh, I'm excited. I, I hope that being that he gets more of a chance because he rarely got up at the end of the season when I thought he was going to hit. Yeah, uh, Shelby Gill just took all the runs. Um, after that, Ambadi Rayudu is one of the few Indian players here. Uh, a lot of the Indian players, I guess, as part of their contract to the IPLs, they can't play in another franchise league is it uh, is it they call it what is it the bcci the bureau yeah. control cricket in india board, yeah the board of control cricket in india i think it was. like these players are not allowed to just go play in other leagues they're actually controlled by like the state but he retired retired yep at the end of the season so he's Available. He's one of the few Indian players, so that's that's exciting to play. And, and then we'll, there's a couple others we'll get into later, but uh, a few of the other ones um, that played in the IPL, and we're mostly going to stick to those that were in the IPL because that's whose names you're going to know. Um, Mitchell Santner played for CSK. He uh-huh. didn't play a ton. Uh, Daniel Sams was an LSG. I don't know that he ever actually saw the field. I at least don't remember him playing. <laughs> Not um, a huge impact, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm looking it up now. Did he did he score any points, Daniel Sams? No, he had zero fantasy points. So, so means he was never uh, never never announced. Um, so then the next one. This is we're going to compare these two a little bit. Let's let's go through the next one. Is Mumbai Indians? <laughs> I'm here. Here's they should be called that. That's such a good name. <laughs> here's here's my prediction. I know we were going to try to rank these teams. My yeah. prediction now, and I'd like to point out that several times early in the season of IPL, I called CSK being the champions. Yeah. And that was the whole Dhoni thing. And the more aggravated you became with Dhoni, the more obvious to me that CSK was going to win the whole thing. <laughs> so now that I can see the aggravation boiling up with the Mumbai Indians, New York, this, know, gonna is, win. This, this is your champion right here. Mumbai Indians, New York. Let's go through this team, though. Um, a, a name that you wouldn't know from this year's IPL, um, but uh, a big deal to MI is uh, Kieran Pollard. So if you were yeah, an IPL a, fan of the past, you you would know that he's name. He's a batting coach from Mumbai this year. You saw him uh, sitting in the dugout all the, kind, all the time. Uh, but he was one of these. He's, he was like Andre Russell um, in that he bowled and he could get wickets. But he also would come out like what sixth or seventh in the order when there's like three or four overs left and just hit it like out of the park on every other hit. I love those berserker mode batters. They're they're always the most exciting when they come in. So I'm excited to see him play. I noticed Tim David, who's kind of his protege in Mumbai, uh, yeah, is also there. I wonder how those two playing together. I would love if they just opened with Kieran Pollard. Um, <laughs> But uh, I, I'm interested to see how those two play, and, and is Kieran Pollard, you know, coming back from a year off of playing? Is he still, is he still going to have it uh, in the same way? Um, I think you've got to say the the marquee signing for Mumbai Indians, and maybe for the entire MLC, is Rashid Khan for Mumbai Indians. I think uh, he was the player that I was most excited to see. You know, we talked yeah. about that with with the MLC that I was worried because it just for so long it seemed like maybe they weren't even gonna get off the ground if they only had a couple of players that were international stars um I think you know Winandu Hasaranga uh who's not on this team but he was one of the first names I saw commit to the MLC and then shortly thereafter I know Quentin Decott came on there and then it was just like there was this drought there was like nobody there was no announcements for these overseas signings 
and then Mumbai just exploded with one day. Yeah. It was uh, like it was on Twitter, just like, hey, look at all these guys. And I was like, Rashid Khan, like, this is a real league. Like, <laughs> like he was one of the best players, top to bottom. It turned out he was an amazing batsman for the IPL. Um, obviously, just devastating with the ball in his hand for taking wickets as a bowler. Um, and he's not Indian; he's Afghani. Um, so you know, you're getting guys that are overseas that are that have a chance to be superstars in multiple leagues now. Um, and Rashid Khan, uh, to me, when I saw that name, it legitimized the possibility of uh, of of the MLC being a competitive league. Uh, yeah, he's he's got to be the I guess the marquee sign for for anything. I I, I wish he wasn't playing for that team, <laughs> but still, he's a Gujarat Titan. He's 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 got a place close to my heart. Okay, uh, I can't wait to see him play. Uh, do you think like he's going to go up against? I mean, let's let's say one of these other teams that has fewer overseas players, like the. Well, it's the Orcas. We'll stick with the Orcas for now, uh, and just like get six wickets in six balls from uh, American <laughs> players. Have never been up against someone like Rashid Khan. Yeah, I mean, well, and that's what's interesting is like if you're going to have one or two of these guys, you need ten or twelve of these guys in the league because you know so many these these guys see each other in multiple leagues and multiple formats. Sometimes they're teammates. Sometimes they're playing against each other, like multiple times a year. I don't yeah. know that any of this U.S. domestic talent has ever played against these people, unless that was like, you know, in in a less prestigious league, you know, something that didn't matter as much uh, to the to the cricket world as a whole. But the chances of uh, of a lot of these guys that we are going to have to learn their names consistently facing the kind of talent that Rashid Khan brings to the league. Um, yeah, I, I very seriously doubt it. But who knows? We yeah. saw India seriously struggle when they came into the WTC. So maybe the uh, the prowess of the IPL is not necessarily so true <laughs> when, it, when it gets spread into other formats, other leagues. But we'll see. So rounding out that team, Nicholas Puran um, was one of the best players from, from Lucknow. Um, Jason Berendorf. He definitely had great matches with with Mumbai. I know towards the end he was somebody that people started putting on their team a lot, even though he sucked in his last three matches. He kind yeah. of pulled like a, a David Warner, where he, he got you the confidence and then he crushed you. <laughs> uh, and then Kagiso Rabada, he was one of my favorite players from earlier in our IPL fantasy days. Although he didn't do much last year, I mean, I hope he comes back and is great again. Um, Dewal Brevis did not play a lot. Uh, David Vice, I think he might have had like a man of the match once. Yeah, um, I think you're right. And then didn't really do much else. And then Trent Bolt, I don't know why he's so far down this list, but uh, I, he's going to be the, the opening the bowling for Mumbai Indians, New York, I'm sure. I would hope so. I mean, I don't know that there was a scarier bowler to open a match than Trent Bolt. You know, Shami did that a couple times, but uh, Trent Bolt had multiple games where he took multiple wickets in the first over. Um, <laughs> he's got he's got a knack for it. Um, so I, I initially ranked Super Kings as higher, but now that we've talked about it a bit, I feel like I, I was just blown away but way by Faf and Devin Conway. Um, but that's a tough combo. Saying like Rashid Khan, Trent Bolt... And then some of these other guys who, who are really good, um, you know, maybe like in the IPL they weren't a top tier, but they're a bunch of second tier players. I might give Mumbai the edge, but it's really close in my mind. Those two. That's fair. So moving down the the LA Knight Riders, um, they are probably the most like their IPL counterpart. I mean, these top four on my list: Andre <laughs> Russell, Jason Roy, Sunil Nareen, and Lockie Ferguson. Like that's. They're all KKR guys, yeah. So we have the LA Calcutta Knight Riders, and I, I want to point out. I mean, we've talked about them. Andre Russell, obviously, very excited to see him play. I hope that he gets more of an opportunity uh, here than he did in the IPL. Yeah, this is going to be a good measuring stick for the MLC in in comparison to the domestic talent because clearly the format of T20 in the IPL, especially with the impact player, 
the preponderance of evidence amongst you know the people who make decisions is that the bowling is better when it's not Andre Russell. But if you just happen to be on a team that has tremendous bowling, like it does you no good to be the sixth best bowler on your team in IPL T20. But in this format, he may be the third best bowler, you know, depending on how they have to mix in domestic talent and stuff like that. Like is a West Indies superstar better basically than any of the uh, American domestic talent that's going to be in this MLC league. It's totally possible. I don't know that. He might bowl four overs every match. He could. That would be fun to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that being said, it is kind of, that's the opposite of what, of what we were saying before is we, I would like to see some American players get a chance to shine, but I also would love to see Andrew Russell bowl four overs every time. Yeah. We need um, a rebound out of him. I'm, I'm excited to see. I, I wonder if they'll open or they'll bat together Jason Roy because he was pretty good for KKR when he played. And then really Rousseau was like, just went berserk in the last three or four matches. Yeah. Uh, I want to see those two bat together. I, I don't think they're going to open together because Rousseau, I'm sorry. I'm saying Rousseau, I think, is how they usually said it on TV, I think. So he didn't He didn't bat. He didn't open ever. No. But maybe with David Warner out of the way, he will. <laughs> yeah. He'd get out from underneath the mustache shadow and play, uh, play his own style of cricket. The next name you had on the list here – it took me a second and like, I realized like, wait, Adam Zampa actually had a few really good games in the IPL, but he's young. And I think that this was his first year in the IPL. Um, but again, he's one of those guys is like, if you could be successful in the IPL, I got to feel like you, you can be successful in this, in this league. So um, he'll he be on really the radar. Especially towards the end of the season. So is there anything about the Knight Riders that would make you put them in the ranking above Mumbai or Super Kings? Or do you think do, three or a good place for them? You know, batting-wise, there's some pieces here that I think have the potential, depending on, you know, sort of the flavor of this league. Like, if you can end up with a combo of Andre Russell and Jason Roy, that to me is just as, if not more exciting in terms of the overseas players than any combo that's available for the Mumbai Indians New York right now. You know, sure. um it, Remains to be seen what Pollard has left in the tank. We know Rashid Khan can bat, but it's it'll be interesting to see what capacity they use him in. Puran showed flashes, but most of all these other guys up here, they're they're bowlers for for MI. So, um, as I gosh, that Faf and Conway pair, it, it feels like cheating. But is batting pairings available to each of these teams. I think my second favorite would be Andre Russell and Jason Roy, as far as the possibility, you know, yeah, you, I agree. I agree. you could, you could have an over where these guys just go boundaries, 12 balls in a row. Like, you know, Andre gets a, gets an over boundaries the whole way. Jason Roy gets an over boundaries the whole way, or they could both get out on ducks, but <laughs> The only other one, the only other combination I think to me is in the same zone is Jason Roy and really Rousseau, which is the same team. Yeah. So the fact that they have all three of those guys and could potentially have two or three of those um, combos, that, that is a pretty, pretty great batting. I will, I'm just remembering though from IPL that the bowlers are the ones that seem to win the championship. The teams that with the best, most consistent bowling were the teams in the championship match. Um, so moving on for Washington Freedom. Um, on this list, uh, I'm going to sure read through the names and then tell you what I think of them quickly. Onrich, Nokia, Wanindu Hasaranga, Marco Jansen, Glenn Phillips, A.A. Milne, Moises, Enrique, Enrique, sorry, that guy, uh, and Akiel Hossein. <laughs> to me, this is a clearly a drop down. Like, I. I was so – when Indu Hasarango was one of the first ones signed uh-huh. uh, in the league, and I was so psyched. That that to me was like, oh, my gosh, this is really – this is real. Like somebody – like when Indu Hasarango, like one of the best players in uh, Sri Lanka, is, is going to play. At, but all these players seem like in the IPL, they were not your top tier, and they most of them barely scratched the second tier. Am I right there? Yeah, there was nobody here – 
that on any given week you felt like was going to be your winner. So with the other teams, it seemed like there was somebody that you know you could put them in there. If this is the if this is a good game for them, could be a differential pick for you. Could be somebody who you know wins you your league. For, I mean, I mean, Faf and Conway could do that for you any given game. Rashid Khan could do that for yeah. you any given game. Andre Russell did that for me one game. Um, Jason Roy, um, you know, Rousseau came to life. There is nobody here that I remember blowing up. I know Marco Jansen got pretty consistent for a while. A couple of wickets in a, in a game or two. Nokia did it really early in the league and then just faded. And Winandu basically never showed up. Um, yeah. And I, he never did, had a great Did you call Adam Milna A.A. Milna? Isn't that the guy that does the <laughs> Winnie the Pooh box? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. In, in the when he was in the IPL, I don't think he played this year. But when he was in it last year, his name was A Milne, and just remind me of Winnie the Pooh. That's how I call him A A Milne. And then give me one more try on the name below him here. No. <laughs> Moist Henry. What is his name? Moises. <laughs> I tried to like make it sound kind of Frenchy. Moist. I don't know. I but- I, I butcher these Hindi based names consistently, but it's not on purpose. If more of these names were French based names, I probably would butcher them on purpose. So it's good that Faf happens to be one of my favorite players. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then so this last uh, name. He's South Africa. No, he's Australian. Okay. Um he's thirty six, so he's an older player. He's probably not playing in the IPL anymore. Does it say what reason, like, position play? He is. Is he a batter? Uh, looks like all rounder. Okay. So remains to be seen. Yeah. But yeah. to answer your question, uh, yeah, this feels like a notable drop in the tier of talent when it comes to overseas. I don't feel like they hit a home run with any of these guys. Um, no. But we'll see. Uh, next down on the list, which I think is, I think for now, for the three and four, the Washington Freedoms is clearly the fourth. Fifth and sixth, I think we could debate whether where each one should be. Um, Seattle Lorcas, uh, their marquee signing is Quentin DeCock. Uh, then Sikandar Raza, um, Wayne Parnell, and Dawson Shanaka. Uh, I remember Sikandar Raza being on my roster a couple times. Um him having a good match. And then I remember reading that people were complaining about Punjab's management and captaincy <laughs> for him not getting played as much as he should be. Yeah. Uh, Wayne Parnell, I think is another one of those bowlers who was kind of quiet the whole season, but then got man of the match once. Yep. I remember uh, he stole man of the match. Matter of fact, I remember, Oh no, I'm having PTSD. This is when, I played my whole team times two booster, oh, R- yeah. RCB and RR. And RR yep. fell apart because Wayne Parnell ripped him apart, and Wayne Parnell was not yeah. on my team. <laughs> so, uh, Three wickets, economy of 3.33. Thank you yeah, for looking uh, that up. Very good for that match. Oh, turning the knife both ways. Thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, just for that match. He, he kind of disappeared after that and before it. <laughs> Um, I think I remember talking in the podcast about how we thought that was a great match because, like, nobody like Wayne Parnell is going to win Man of the Match. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for reminding me that you said that ahead of time too. <laughs> okay, but then we've got then we have Dawson Shanaka, who I'm pretty sure played for Gujarat and played in a couple of the playoffs. Maybe um, I might be wrong about that. I apologize if I'm wrong. Okay, so that's the Orcas, and before we dig too much onto that, let's go straight into the San Francisco Unicorns because I've got a question for you. <laughs> I mean, come on, the Unicorns. All right, uh, yeah, so Marcus Stoinis, legitimate. That's a that's, yeah, a, yeah. that's a legitimate signing. Aaron Finch, eh, okay, and then I don't, I do not recognize this last name on the list. Lungi McGeady. Lungi Nagidi, yeah, he was DC, I think. Yeah, yeah, DC. He played in one or two matches. So, of these two teams, the Seattle Orcas and the San Francisco uniform, uniforms, unicorns. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, hey, they, it, 
they might end up with like a really awesome logo. I don't know. I got to look them up again. But there's a big drop in the international signings to in terms of players who played in the in the IPL. So holding the IPL to this high esteem that we do, these two teams seem to severely lack in that tier of talent. Of those seven players, though, who do you think is the single best? Uh, Quentin DeCock. Agreed. So that is the only reason that I feel pretty confident that in terms of trying to rank these teams, the Seattle Orcas versus San Francisco Unicorns, is they've got a bona fide elite player on their side. He didn't – he just wasn't needed. Like he never became a thing for LSG this year, and it was the super frustrating thing about the Super Giants was that you had sort of this log jam at wicketkeeper – and Quentin DeCock was on the outside looking in because he didn't get to start the season with the South African players being held off for another tournament. And so if this was your first year with IPL, Quentin DeCock never impressed you. That was not exciting. Right, right. But if you'd seen him in the past, even if it, whether it was the IPL or in other tournaments, um, he's, He's cream. This, this, he—he's definitely a big time player to have on this team. Um, so just between the two, because I think he's the best player probably on either of those two teams' rosters. I feel like the Seattle Orcas nudge the unicorns. If you put unicorns out in the ocean with orcas, I'm pretty sure the orcas would win. If they made it, that would just be a narwhal, right? <laughs> Maybe that's what they should have done: is just combine it into one team. <laughs> yeah give it the program guys you could put a giant horn on the front of a whale and make it impossible to <laughs> capture that seems like a thing <laughs> so um i was looking up aaron finch uh correct me if i'm wrong but didn't he do a lot of the broadcasting for ipl i think you're right so i think he is um in this tier of players like Kieran Pollard and Dwayne Bravo who retired and now they're coming back for this probably because it's really high paying a little bit Um, of less yesteryear thing going on here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at his T20 overview. Um, His highest score in T20 is 172. His average is 34, uh, two hundos, 1950s, I mean, I think he's. Um, I think if if five years ago, if this was happening, we would be putting him in the same tier as Quentin DeCock. It's just now he's not. He's not on our radar anymore, even. So that's that's another caveat I'll give. Just sort of the same thing as if you just joined IPL this year, you'd look at Quentin DeCock and say like he did nothing. Why he didn't make the team most of the year? Why would you be so excited about him? That's fair. Yeah. So, yeah, I think looking at our list, I, the only the only thing I'd change if we were ranking them in the order that we announced them is that I would move the Mumbai Indians New York to the one spot, um, but by a very narrow margin because it's I close, yeah. I just as far as the run getting that Faf and Conway combo is just it feels lethal, but I feel like the depth if you're only looking at you know, overseas having played in the IPL talent, I feel like MI is just yeah. a little bit deeper. Would you, as far as names, which team would you put at the very bottom? Worst team name? The Unicorns. <laughs> For me, it's Mumbai Indians, New York. I, that just irks me. But Unicorns, it's it's they they are so lucky, so lucky Mumbai did that because almost anything Mumbai would have picked if they had actually come up with a name would have been better. Do you think that that was a freedom given to these teams? Like, you know, so we have the Texas Super Kings. We have the Mumbai Indians, New York. We have the LA Knight Riders. And yes, it is that Knight Riders. It is the same logo as KKR. Do you think like the Washington Freedom is actually the Gujarat Titans? They were just like, well, this isn't Gujarat. Why would we do that? No, I can actually <laughs> tell you it's it kind of doesn't make any sense but it also makes sense, but doesn't make sense. Washington Freedom is owned by the Delhi Capitals. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, LA, MI New York makes no sense, but Washington Capitals does make sense. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> well, the only reason the Washington Capitals doesn't work is because that's already the name of their hockey team. It's already team. a team. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, definitely that the, there's no there's no uh, professional sports teams in New York that's named the Indians. Mumbai <laughs> Indians. If Cleveland, though, you think if they've been the Cleveland, uh, Mumbai Indians, Cleveland, would they have had to change the names? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Because they had to, well, because the Cleveland Indians changed to the Cleveland Guardians. Oh, I didn't know that. For the purpose of whatever sport not, that is, that's baseball, and they're trying not to offend people. <laughs> I thought it was basketball. <laughs> just how just Washington no longer has the Redskins, they are the Washington yeah, football yeah. team. Um, is is the Google headquarters in Seattle? I know Amazon's there, but it's not in Seattle. No, is it? Google's in, uh, isn't it in? Uh, it's in Silicon Valley down Silicon there. Silicon Valley. So, yeah. Uh, that could have been more fun than for like the LA Googlies or something. The Googlies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I had one thing. It's not on the show dot, but I, one thing I was going to want to talk about, we can freestyle a little bit because this is kind of relevant to our podcast. What if you just had a good IPL fantasy league, fantasy IPL league, and it was successful, and you want to do something with this, with your fantasy league, some kind of contest or something, what would be something you could do? Because as far as I know, there is no fantasy platform for Major League Cricket. Um, Maybe there will be, or maybe there is. Just two weeks ago when I looked, there wasn't. Yeah. What could you do to be like a fun, easy sort of – like our our fantasy football league in March, we do a March Madness bracket, and that's pretty easy to do. Um, I think the easiest thing to do would be basically um, you could have a draft of yeah, you know, players that you know. You could have a draft of you know the totality of the teams or whatever, and then if you wanted to keep scoring the origins of fantasy football there 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 was no yahoo fantasy football there was no cbs sports that live tracked right. stuff early fantasy football players will tell you about how they had to buy the newspaper on yeah. monday and then tr- submit their points <laughs> this is how <laughs> yeah. many points i got and then whoever the commissioner was had to verify that you did it right it's kind of like yeah. doing your own taxes you got to send it in and and then they go this looks good you know, um, so you could you could do that and keep it very simple and not try to mathematically complicate things. Assign um, a simple number of points for wickets, and then runs scored just at face value. I think would be super easy. So let's just say I'm staring at this list. I'm drooling over Faf. I take Faf number one in our draft. I get to keep him, and then let's say he gets 55 runs. I don't care about how many fours, how many sixes. You know, yeah, strike rate, just straight 55. Simple. Make it so that when you look at a scorecard, you don't have to go, well, hold on now, you know, and factor all those things. And just make it so you can figure it out really, really fast. And maybe you just do like five players. You don't even have to do all 11 because it's right. it's going to be tough guessing that stuff in there. The other thing that I think would be, would be fun is any given match, some sort of prop bet type competitions, you know, point, yeah. points for – predicting scores points for predicting you know um who has the most runs who gets the most wickets yep stuff like that um because that can just be done on a dollar and a pot type thing you know everybody um everybody can participate in that um like almost like a like a daily fantasy type thing i think that might be the easiest way if you're looking to have some kind of engagement to have that we did we sort of did something like that at the beginning of our season uh fantasy where we had these polls in the chat and I would just throw up kind of a random poll for the, for the match. Um, we ended up getting too involved with everything else for me to finish that. But I think with this, this one, it's only, there's only two weeks. So it wouldn't be too hard to do every match, just throw up a poll, have everybody take it and then figure out who has the most points at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I like I, both those ideas. I, I've been, I've been trying to figure out a way to, to do some kind of draft for our league where it'd be easy. Like, Simple, quick, and then like what you suggested, just don't worry about fours and sixes and economy rate and and three wicket, four wicket bonuses, all that. Just make it simple with wickets, runs, maybe catches. I don't know. Just make it real simple. Yeah, just so that way the the math can be done in a matter of just a quick glance at a scorecard and not having to worry about all the other pieces of it. That 
would definitely be it'd be interesting to me. Well, the only thing I would do is make I would I would say like let's say you did six six players for your team, uh, two have to be uh, American players. You have to Ooh. make a couple of American players. That would just be almost like a complete crapshoot. I love it. <laughs> you guys, I'd end up drafting somebody who never even plays. That's what's going <laughs> to Right, right. This guy is the I same name as me. Oh, well, no, it is me. I do. I would draft somebody from the Unicorns or the Orcas because they have barely any overseas players. See, look at you. You're already strategizing. Yeah, You're figuring a... it out. It's like a guy it's who came in win. second place in our league. That's how you're thinking, thinking ahead already. Second place by what, like 17 points? <laughs> if you ain't first, you're last. I kind of feel like I, I go the way of Gudra Titans. That The first time I ever won was their first season when they won, and then I barely lost uh, at the last, like the it came down to the last over, and that's what happened with the Titans too. It came down to the last over. Yeah. Well, they're the way of the Titans. Maybe well, so. They're not in this, so maybe I shouldn't play any fantasy with MLC. Yeah, just make sure you take Rashid Khan number one. Yeah. All right. I think we'll uh we'll tune in again um during Major League Cricket at some point. Um, yeah, it's gonna be about right for timing. But we'll see I'm a couple matches and talk for, about it. I'm gonna be out of town for a couple weeks. Um and then yeah, let a few matches go by. Maybe like five matches, let a, or three matches I guess. Let all the teams play at least once. Yeah. Um, it's fun. And we'll be back. We'll talk about IPL more. We'll look into more of the ashes will be going on still. So still lots of cricket to talk about and uh, appreciate y'all uh, joining us for a little bit. It was fun to get back into it. Welcome back and we'll see you again soon. Take it easy. See you.